Sometimes I feel like a walking oxymoron. But I know it's all gonna make sense. Eventually. Right? This that holy grail. I will prevail. Go find the scale and weigh it out between Welcome good. back everyone to another episode of NCAS. I'm Prince Ayo. And I'm your co-host Brian. Hey, and uh we're back. We're back, Brian. Once again. Once again. Uh, let's just have open conversation first off. I think before air, I was just telling you a little bit of news, like Walmart's actually not enforcing face mask rules anymore for their, uh, I guess, store brand or their uh, whole company as a whole. It's like a whole company-wide thing? Yeah. So were they, because not every state has a law that requires you to wear a face mask. Mm-hmm. So were, were, was Walmart like actually requiring people to wear face masks even in states that wasn't required by law? Or I, I think it was the majority of states that were requiring it. Yeah. And um, they're just like, yeah, there's too many incidents with uh, their employees and customers. So they decided, no, nah, we're going to dead this face mask wearing <laughs> stuff. You guys you know, can do what you want. <laughs> you know why? It's probably because a lot of uh, workers were just like, yo, we're not getting paid enough for this. Well, people were getting shot. I've seen articles of, like people getting shot and there's just a lot of issues with like the employees and customers, especially as like through the summer, wearing face masks are to devolve and people are not taking it as much, as seriously mm-hmm. as possible. The reason why I'm mentioning that is because I'm like, so where is this COVID thing going? Because everybody's like cautious, but at the same time, want to live their best life, but cautious because of the second wave. <laughs> but it's it's that conflict that's yeah. like the reason why like we're not really like helping anything. It's no. the reason why like we're kind of like in this stagnated point where it's just like, it's not getting any better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody gives up. They're just like, if we die, we die. And you know, like... I, I don't remember if I mentioned this on the podcast before, but, uh, you know, I have, a, I have a really good friend in Korea. And uh, I asked her, I'm like, so, like, how have y'all been handling COVID? I was like, COVID? I mean, I mean, it was whatever. I'm like, it's like, oh, damn. It's just because, like, it's not gonna, people are not going to put their lives into hope over a pandemic virus <laughs> they're just gonna they're gonna live their best life and what's funny is like here in the u.s like all, all the countries are like no you guys can't come here <laughs> <laughs> you guys are sick yeah yeah you can't come over here but um what's happening today's news or this past week oh man like you know how this world works so. oh, oh oh i got one um twitter got hacked last week are you talking about the verified thing uh, yeah all the verified accounts obama kanye west Elon Musk, they all got hacked yeah. over a Bitcoin scheme for, for a cryptocurrency. <laughs> that was that was actually kind of funny. I think uh, Trump's Twitter got hacked. Yeah, somebody said, uh, "Wear a mask." <laughs> <laughs> Trump didn't wear a mask back in March. I thought about it. March and April, he did not wear a mask at the press meetings. No, he didn't. And I, I just like thought about it because like everybody was wearing masks, and Trump was out here just like, "Hey, you need to wear a mask," but he didn't have a mask on himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, um, the thing about the Twitter hack is because the verified accounts have such a big platform, they only had those tweet out for less than 20 minutes until yeah. they figured it out, right? But 20 minutes in different time zone areas is like hours, like depending on where you are from. So a lot of people across the entire world saw their tweets. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what made it like a problem because like they can't they can't leave a tweet up past like five minutes without a lot of people noticing it. Yeah, and I mean the big thing is it's like it wasn't like one like big account got hacked like no. specifically. It was like Twitter itself got hacked. Yeah, and like that to me is like wild. I'm just like whoa. Yeah, like, Jack Jack Dorsey was like this is a bad day. For, he tweeted it. He was yeah. like this is a bad day for Twitter, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, well, it is. Yeah, if your whole, pla- <laughs> if your whole platform gets hacked. Where somebody can like literally access all these different types of verified accounts with millions and millions of followers each, just like well, well, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah exactly. that's very bad. Exactly, that's very bad. <laughs> I that remind, oh, that reminds me of that other thing. Um, this is when uh, like I forget I forget what the company was called, but like they have like this uh, ooh all my IT all my IT lingo kind of went out the window a couple years ago. But there's this company that provides like this. Uh, I forgot what it's called, but basically they power a lot of like sites and applications and okay. they, they, I guess their services crashed. And so because their services crashed, like half, like, like their servers, their yeah. servers. Okay. Yeah. Like, so like half these websites and applications kind of went down with them. So that included like, you know, applications like discord. Oh, wow. Uh, it also included like video game servers too. Um, like League of Legends, all, all that stuff went down, and it was just like, well, what is happening? It, it was like down for like a little while. Wow. Yeah, I think it was like at least like an hour. The more downtime, the more damage. Yeah. So like, that's the worst thing that can happen to a company's servers, is the more downtime, mm-hmm. the more damage to their, their files, anything that can be corrupted, because they have to do reports after the hack, right? So it's like, when they do the reports after the hack, they need to see how much downtime and how much information did the enemies get at mm-hmm. the end of the day. Yeah, that was that was not a good. It wasn't a good look for the internet last yeah. week. I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't it was, a good look. It wasn't talked about as much, but I, like I was like aware of it. I'm like, bro, like even people are on Twitter. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of people on Twitter. Maybe the stock's not over fifty bucks, but like a lot of people mm-hmm. do value Twitter, especially journalists. I think it was the company was Cloudflare. I think that's what they're called. Okay. That's, that's a that's a popular company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they're the ones that uh they they went down and like like I said like half the internet went down with them. But uh yeah, that's like I crazy. I think that's a perfect segue into what we're gonna talk about. And what we're gonna talk about is branding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that segue. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, today we are talking about branding both on a personal level and also on a business level. So obviously. I don't have that much experience branding a business. This guy does. So I'll kind of let him talk about that some more. Uh, who wants to go first? Because I'll, I'll, I'll talk about more about personal. All right. I'll go first about the business. Just only because we were talking about Twitter and all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. sure. So it's, it's a natural segue. I guess I'll give my definition of branding or what I think branding is and the best of my ability. It's basically the representation of the company. It can either be the symbol, the logo, the overall culture. That's what branding's all about, especially for a business corporation. So branding's important to businesses because obviously you want future clientele's already uh, recurring clients to come back to your business, and you want them to recognize your business for what your business is known for. Either it's a product or a service. Um, I'm branding right now. I have a, <laughs> I, I have a, a e-commerce business called Impax, and obviously. If you're always branding, people are going to recognize it over and over again. I think certain psychologists say like 
for someone to notice a brand, they have to see it at least minimum seven times. Is that that's like a, you said that's like a psychologist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, mar- I'm marketing. Mm-hmm. So like that's how, that's how important branding is. And the thing about branding for businesses is probably like one of their biggest budgets. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, like, yeah, they, yeah. They pay a lot for marketing mm-hmm. just to get their brand out there and get their brand known to like unseen eyes, already seen eyes, so they can get word of mouth. Branding is that important to businesses. But when you have instances what happened to like Twitter, that can harm your brand, mm-hmm. you know? But Twitter has been around for at least like almost over 10 years, right? 10, 15 years? Like, I want to say like 15? Yeah, 10, 15 years. When you've been around that long and people actually like are okay with your brand, like using your brand, you can take that big of a hit, but you can always bounce back because it's not hitting the CEO with like some like sexual allegations or something like that. Like it, it, it was a mistakeable problem that they could have fixed, like getting hacked, you know, actually taking care, like actually mm-hmm. taking their cybersecurity seriously. But it happens. Businesses make mistakes, you know, because businesses are run by humans. Um, yeah, we have algorithms and we have AI, but as you can see, even Zuckerberg's like, oh, I'm a little nervous about this. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or Elon Musk is like, mm, these people don't even know what they're getting into. Like, they still want to rely on people. Uh, so for businesses, branding is very important, you know? It's about recognition, recognizing that brand and holding a certain reputation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not just like the logo and the symbol. It's about the culture too. Yeah. When it comes yeah. to business, it's about the culture. Cause like you're seen throughout the public, you know what I'm saying? So they, they want to see what type of culture do you guys embrace as a business? Yeah. Like how, what, like what's, does this business like kind of represent? Like mm-hmm. what are their like underlying values and stuff? Yeah. Like whenever you go on like a website and you check like their about page, you know, it always tells you like what they value most, mm-hmm. and uh, that actually and what's their mission too. Yeah, their mission, like, and that actually like kind of matters because that really kind of, you know, that's like sort of like the direction they're going with with their business and like how they value their customers and you know their goals in the future and stuff like that. So that stuff's really important. Yeah, but um, that's my take on business branding. Um, I feel like. It's kind of like well known about branding, especially when we're in the digital age. And in the digital age, we have a second identity online, which mm-hmm. is our digital persona, Jeez. our digital identity. Remember that episode? Exactly. So it, it it all lines up. Everything matters. Everything comes together on this uh, podcast. But yeah. So when you have your digital persona online, this is where this is where Brian's going to actually talk about personal branding because you're actually branding whether you're thinking of it as a joke whether you're thinking as like a just a personal thing or you're thinking as a personal brand and you're trying to implement business behind it we're going to age where branding is going to be pushed more and more as we're getting used to the internet as we're getting used to having a digital persona so further ado i'm gonna let brian take it off from here yeah so I'm going to kind of reference some of the things we talked about in our previous episode about uh, digital personas. So back in that episode, we were just talking about the importance of like how you present yourself online, what you put out there, what you don't put out there, and what that says about you and um, how you can kind of use it to your advantage if you're like looking for like jobs, 
or if you're like a content creator and like you're trying to like create like a identity identity for yourself so um that all still remains that all kind of relate relates to branding but um today i want to talk about more about the process of like branding yourself in like in context of you like looking for work or you're like kind of like starting out as like as like a small business it's like just you and you want to kind of like want to present put yourself in the best light when you say looking for work it's not just like looking for a job it's also for like freelancing yeah yeah yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. so overall just like yeah. looking for work looking for people to give you money exactly. <laughs> we'll say that yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah but um and i don't want to undersell the importance of you know the internet in this case but it, it's it's more than just how you present yourself online as mm -hmm. well because this also extends to how you present yourself in interviews like the way you present yourself in interviews that's also part of your branding yep. the way that you craft your resume is also part of your branding like when you're making your resume you want to highlight your strengths and you really want to uh, pitch yourself in a way that makes you enticing for that person to hire you or that person to give you money, money. you say yeah. <laughs> um exactly and that a lot of that goes goes back to branding like you want to carve think of like crafting a resume or crafting a LinkedIn or, um, you know, making like your bio on your Twitter, uh, making your cover story. Think of it as like, you're kind of like sculpting, thinking like you're trying to sculpt yourself and you want to sculpt yourself in a way that you put yourself in the best light. You want to sculpt yourself to where you look attractive to other people, you know, for lack of a better. If not comparison. attractive, at least compelling, you know, let's get it's just only because like not everybody's attractive and they know they're not attractive but they know they... beauty's in the eyes of the beholder but but you get what i'm saying like it's like because you know certain people are realistic and they're like no i don't care about being attractive i want to be seen as like my brand and being taken seriously it doesn't matter about being cute so it's more so like what you're about what what can you present to your audience your character your character yeah, yeah, I mean, that goes into it as well. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's all part of the sculpture. sculpture. Yeah, it's all that's part true. of the sculpture. That's very true. <laughs> but, but, um, but yeah, and as for, you know, the online thing, uh, you know, we touched base on this back in the um, Digital Persona episode, but just to kind of reiterate some of that here, you know, with your, like, your LinkedIn, uh, you know, highlighting your strengths, just like your resume. But, you know, LinkedIn has a lot of cool features, like uh, you have endorsements on LinkedIn. Like people that you know that have seen your work will, will like uh, you know, you know, write on your profiles like, hey, this person is the real deal. Like, they and that's this. your digital word of mouth. Yeah, that that is a digital word of mouth. Yeah. Um, you know, which builds trust, and know. the whole part of brand is building trust with mm -hmm. your customers. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, for the personal part, is like building trust. You know, for your, like your employer, like, hey, like I'm the real deal. Like, you want to hire me? Mm -hmm. Like I. You want me just as much as like I want to work here, or in some cases you want me even more than yeah, I, want I want to you. work here. Yeah. So you gotta convince me to work for you. That's if you if you did a really really good job in branding, where people are reaching out to you. It's like, hey, come work for us. And branding, just to piggyback off of what Brian's saying, branding actually like exposes your value. And then that's the principle of branding. It's to expose your value and to have your brand look enticing have your brand look you know pretty and compelling you know to piggyback off what you said earlier about uh the psychological uh study that like you see something seven times and like sticks with you yeah um to apply to like personal branding that actually 
can kind of make sense if somebody like if, especially if you have a really good word of mouth yeah and like somebody like hears your name or sees your profile like multiple times then like that kind of like lights a light bulb in their heads like hey maybe i should look into this person yeah because they keep coming back up mm-hmm. like obviously mm-hmm. they're getting certain attention mm-hmm. and um going to attention in the digital space like even though we know money like paper money digital money and stuff like that attention is actually seen as currency too Hmm. in the digital space especially for a lot of businesses like the more attention you have more recognition more people are going to look into your brand so that's why there's such a big budget for marketing and businesses especially like in service industry say mcdonald's say uh uh, coca-cola yeah they've been around for over over 100 years but they still have a big budget for marketing. Mm-hmm. They still want to, you know, stay in the game. Yeah, they want to keep their name like in your head. Yeah, you know, like because like McDonald's is big enough to even if they were to cease all like commercials, like they would still yeah they would still generate enough revenue to stay in business. But they don't want to sell for that. They want to keep advertising. Exactly. They want to keep putting commercials on TV. They want to keep putting commercials on the radio they want to keep putting ads on like youtube and instagram and facebook and all that stuff because they want you to keep thinking about them every single day and that's a great point which you just said earlier about mcdonald's um mcdonald's could not have a marketing budget for at least like five ten years and be good Mm -hmm. but those five and ten years they're gonna, their competition is just going to exponentially grow a lot yeah. faster than they expected. Yeah, and that's a, that's also a really, really interesting point that you just brought up yeah. here, and that's competition. Yeah. You know, that's a whole other aspect of branding. The reason why you want to brand yourself really well is because you have competition. Exactly. You want, to, you want people to know that you, you are just as worthy for this job as some other person, or in some cases you want to let them know that you're even more worthy of some type of job than the other person. You know, I guess for like the per- the business branding thing, you, as a business, you want to make it seem that you're just the superior choice exactly. compared to your competitors. So yeah, yeah, glad, glad you brought that to the table. Yeah, exactly. Um, not only appear, but like you also build trust with your customers too. And I I know I keep saying trust, but that's really what it, yeah, yeah, that's really what it is <laughs> about branding. It's about trusting like. Mm-hmm. The, the product or the service that you're investing in at the end of the day. Because obviously it's a form of trade. Obviously we want, uh, you know, revenue for the business. But the customer is like, all right, this is the best choice that's going to help me with whatever I want from their service or mm-hmm. uh, product. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I just think that that's, that's very important when it comes to branding. It's about trust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, I think we can start going into our closing thoughts. Okay. Um, I'll just start off. I did the business, so I'll start off with that. As we are going into the digital age at a new level, like from 2010 to 2020, it was like prehistoric times for the digital age. I can only say that because we've lived through that. <laughs> but like from 2020 to 2030, I think it's just going to be a whole different level. In my opinion, I'm, I'm making like I just think COVID right like kind of speeds it up too. Yeah, and like more and more people like are just like staying at home because they know they're taking work at home from like Zoom meetings yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's just gonna be a whole different level. Like I don't even know what to expect. I just know it's the growth is not gonna be the same as 2010 from 2020. It's just gonna be totally different mm-hmm. by the time we get to like 2029. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
which is very important to recognize because it's like now if you're ahead of the curve and recognize all right, I have a certain brand, what do I want to build? What do I want to represent? What can I uh, achieve in the next three years, four years in this 10 year gap where it's going to just be exponential growth in a digital space? I think it's important to consider. And it's very important for individuals because personal branding is so important. Um, it is. It's so important. Even though like, not every, like there's what, 2 billion people on the internet. They're trying to get to, it was 7 billion people in the world. Something like that. Yeah. And a lot of people, well, it's a controversy because they're trying to put polls up in Africa and stuff like that, but because it related to, you know, cancer and people were like protesting against it. It's getting harder. But once we get to at least like 4 billion people on the internet, it's going to be a problem because like, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of traffic. Hmm. When I say problem, let me put a little context. Like it's just going to be a lot more competition, you know? So there's going to be a lot more traffic, a lot more exposure that we didn't even recognize. And it's just going to grow from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think as we recognize that, especially if you're like in America and you're watching this right now, you have the luxury of watching this, you're ahead of the curve any day. A lot of people are ahead of the curve. If you're, if you're, watch, if you're able to watch this and like, or you're able to watch like other uh, podcasts like this that are talking about branding and what you should be preparing for, you're ahead of the curve. Because there's a lot of people who don't have internet access right now. But when they do and they're that hungry, the sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's all I got to say for my closing thoughts. Nice, nice. Yeah, as for me, I mean, just kind of reiterate, you know, what we've been kind of this keyword we have going here, and that's trust. Uh, like, that's such a that's such a good summary for this episode, because at the end of the day, like you said, branding is just about establishing trust. It's about establishing sort of like a connection with somebody that you're trying to reach out to. And it make it makes you you your goal is you know to be in their head to be on their mind to like consider you you know for something, and as a business that means you know checking out their product or checking out their service. Uh, as for personal branding, that's you know looking towards you you know as like a somebody they want to hire or somebody they would rec- recommend you to to somebody else that could hire you. Um, you know this this network chain is ever is ever growing ever infinite <laughs> that's very true that's very true um but yeah that that's all i have to say on that man. um just i know i said my closing thoughts but i just thought about it <laughs> authenticity like being real mm. um especially when it comes to personal brand and business brand back in the day a lot of businesses would hide their ceos cfos they'd be hot they would hide behind closed doors and you only knew the brand but you didn't know who was behind the brand. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people were questionable about it. But mm-hmm. because we have a digital space now, people want to know the brand and who's running the brand. Mm-hmm. I was talking to yeah. people out, uh, outside the podcast, uh, especially like your brother and stuff like that. Like he was explaining to me how like he cares about who's running the brand. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of people who think about that, you know? Especially nowadays where we have things like Google search. It's like in order to like... If you're like trying to, what I'm what I'm trying to say is that because it's so easy to look things up, if you can't find out who's like behind a company or like who's running the company, who's on like the board or anything like that, you're skeptical. That's actually kind of red flags. Yes, because that means skeptical. like you're kind of purposely hiding it. Yeah, I never thought about it like that. Yeah, well, that's the whole point of branding. At the time, like even though yeah, it's personal brand, but like for business brand, like a lot of CEOs have to come out to the public space. 
Mm-hmm. Because like it's about the trust, mm-hmm. and they want to know who's running. Now, so obviously, like for if you're like a publicly traded company, like that's a given. But even mm-hmm. for like private companies, I think it's still worth their time, you know, to be more open and have like established like, a one-to-one connection, even with the you know the executives of that company. Yeah, yeah. It, like it really does matter, and I I wanted to put that in there because I was like, that's actually pretty important. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't recognize this. Like even if you're just in business, like a lot of the, the board members of that business need to, you know, show their face, have a profile to build that trust for the brand. Mm-hmm. And for personal brands, that's a given. Like, obviously, they're going to they're gonna want to know who you are. They don't just want to... Like, say for, like, artists. There's yeah. a lot of, like, digital artists out there that don't, like, show their face as much because they, they show their persona through their art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, they're starting to show their face more and more because it's like, what does this guy look like? You know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, it's really interesting. But, um, yeah, that's... What concludes our episode? You can follow us on NCAST. It's on IG. It's N underscore C A S T. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. It's NCAST Podcast. You can also email us if you want. Uh, NCAST Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and if you want to reach out to me, you know, best ways by Twitter. That's Brian Lives Life. B R I A N L I V E S L I F E. Let's have a conversation. Yeah. I guess I should put out my uh, Instagram because I've been doing that for almost over 60 episodes. So my Instagram is P dot underscore N-I-G-M-A and then my Twitter is Nigma Prince N-I-G-M-A-P-R-I-N-C-E. Uh, yeah, so you can talk to me. Y'all can DM me or you can talk to me through Twitter. Yeah, all for the questions. I'm here for the smoke. <laughs> uh, yeah, so till next time, Brian signing us out. And you guess you Money on. All right, peace, y'all. Depends on the vibe, though. It's such a vibe, can't be out here just getting by. It's such a vibe, can't.